part of this you just don't get, huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. Preaching about profit. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess, got it? Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast to inspire, encourage, information share, enlighten, motivate, and support. Uh, please make sure to subscribe to this podcast either through iTunes or SoundCloud. It helps other people find us. Find us on Facebook or Instagram and also on strongwomenco.com. So you can just find us just searching Strong Women Co. For, on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website, strongwomenco.com. We are so excited to announce that on strongwomenco.com right now, we have our amazing goddess bracelets up there. They look gorgeous. I love the pictures that a friend of mine, Tammy Crew of Enlightened Photography, took of the jewelry. And I love how um, Antenna has laid out, uh, my web designer has laid out the uh, website. Everything is is just how I wanted it to look. <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, go have a look, have a gander. Um, getting a lot of great feedback on these. Um, this has been a real honest labor of love. Um, and people have, more than one person, more than a couple have remarked to me when they're wearing these bracelets that they can tell and, and that they can see and feel that these were made with love. And honestly, that is very true. I took a long time to um, figure out exactly what I wanted the Strong Woman Co. kind of first signature product to be. I did a lot of research, uh, made a lot of relationships with people, um, and uh, found these amazing uh, multi-generational bead uh, makers in the Czech Republic who were making these gorgeous goddess bead, uh, beads and then of course I, I paired that with the different you know uh, rose quartz for self-love and hematite for strength and courage and amethyst for uh, peace and calm um, and they also come with a lava stone for your uh, essential oils and even the packaging I put so much thought into that you know strongwomenco.com we are an eco-feminist uh, company I do everything most environmentally minded as I can and of course that is what you know the goddess mother earth uh, that is a way to honor her so I when I did wanted packaging I was doing packaging for uh, my, my jewelry I wanted it to be minimal um, and also kind of reusable uh, so I, the packaging for itself the card that the uh, bracelet or necklace comes on um, is also a affirmation bookmark uh, and it comes in an organic uh, cotton bag that's hand stamped with the uh, with our gorgeous uh, Artemis Flames logo so that's one of the things I'm so proud of uh, and I'm so I just want to say thank you to the support we've gotten um, I know one of the things that I wanted to, to do when making uh, Strong Women Co. was to do uh, a lot of things that were free because I know a lot of not a lot of women who need the encouragement um, and support not always have don't always have the money or don't have access to the money so I wanted to do a lot of things that were free so I do the podcast I do the tribe I do uh, uh, Life Tip Tuesday videos and, and all those things. Um, and honestly, if anyone, when I do my corporate things and people ask me you know, when we do the thing of what your dream job is, this is my dream job, honest to God. And if I won the lottery, I'd be doing this exact same thing. Um, but if you have felt fed or nourished or encouraged or anything by the podcast or anything else that uh, we have been doing, 
um, please consider uh, checking out the website and if there is a bracelet that resonates with you or something that you know maybe you want as a gift or to give as a gift uh, it would certainly mean a lot um, and also of course you get that goddess meditation um, and so I feel like it's something that it's spreading love spreading women's empowerment and then also encouraging um, and supporting strong women co so that I can continue to go and do all the things uh, that I give um, for free uh, so that I can continue to do that so it's increasing access to all women who need it so that being said um, happy holidays everyone it has been what a ride 2018 has been right what a ride uh, for 2018 for me um, well, I, in, in this time of year, I do try to get a, a good dose of reflection in because it is a reflexive time. This is exactly what we should be doing in our time. And uh, looking back on 2018, um, I mean, I birthed this business. I birthed this podcast, uh, the Strong Women Code Tribe. Uh, it, there's just so much going on. And, you know, it's been a real learning curve. And it was a, almost it was about nine months ago that I put it out. So it's like really kind of like come to the full gestational period for me now. My goodness, I might even get a little bit uh, emotional. But I just wanted to, <clears throat> excuse me, I just wanted to uh, just give huge thanks. Huge thanks to you huge massive mega gratitude infinite love and gratitude to the listeners um to the sharers uh to the people who have commented on the podcast the people who subscribe um you know i've seen the numbers grow uh every every podcast and it's been so encouraging and uh, a lot of them are here where i'm based in uh st john's newfoundland but there's uh, there's Every week, there's more and more international. Um, so shout out to our international uh, listeners. Big love to you um, and to those people who are sharing the pod. Thanks to everyone who was in the tribe, uh, Strong Women Co. Tribe, contributing positively. Thank you to um, everyone who shared posts, uh, liked things, commented. Uh, thanks to all my wonderful clients uh who has who have helped me make my dream come true um i always wanted my own business where i helped people and specifically helped women and uh you guys are are helping me on my soul's path and i just have so much mega love for you for that like i'm not gonna ball i swear to god i'm not <laughs> i'm not gonna ball <clears throat> Uh, but just a huge thank you to you um, and thank you to my family. I have a wonderful, wonderful, supportive, encouraging husband who's had me more than once fall apart in his arms bawling because me thinking, I don't know what I'm doing or am I doing the right thing? So... Big shout out to you, honey. Big shout out to Justin. And you know, a lot of the times when I say we or our, like I feel like it's a real family kind of company. And you know, uh, no one talks about the uh, the sacrifices that families have to make for you know entrepreneurs and women entrepreneurs and mother entrepreneurs. And uh, you know, but it's a real family thing. And uh, my my husband, you know, um, especially you know when when he's home. Uh, 
just helps out so much so that I can contribute more um, and to do things like this very podcast today. And, you know, uh, shout out to my little girl Vi, who's, you know, she's three and, and she doesn't understand why mommy has to work so much. And it's, it's a lot to be a sole entrepreneur. I had uh, to work through the day and promote and, and uh, do all those things. And she's been so sweet. And, uh, but it's really hard. Uh, and it's hard when, um, like right now, today when I was getting dropped off to do this uh, show and podcast, my little girl's in the back holding onto my hand saying, Mommy, don't go. Mommy, don't go. Please don't go. As She's crying, you know, and it, that's some hard stuff. And people don't often talk about like, you know, the hard stuff and following following your dreams and, and, and having commitments. This is the hard stuff that um, that we have to do. So big shout out to uh, my family and uh, my friends who have um, encouraged and supported uh, me um, in this wonderful journey. And thank you to you. So uh, let's get to those breaths, shall we? Uh, in this kind of beautiful energy of gratitude and thankfulness, perhaps think of the things um, that have occurred for you in the last year, in 2018. What do you have to be grateful for? What do you feel like you want to be reflexive about? What did you learn? What did you gain? So with all that kind of big picture thoughts, let's gather our whole selves up, all the teeny tiny pieces we've left about, and we'll gather everything into a tight package of ourselves, nice and concise, succinct self, you just there. And we're going to breathe in through our nose, nice and light, Hold for a moment and let it out through your mouth. (sighs) Breathe in through your nose, nice and light, medium hold in your lungs. And let that one out with a sigh. (sighs) All right, this last one. This is going to be a nice big sigh. We've got a lot of different pressures going on at this time of the year. It's not all good stuff. It's, well, it's not. It's stuff that certainly takes a toll. So we're going to breathe in lightly through our nose and maximize all the air in your lungs. Really expand your lungs. Feel the stretch. That always makes me feel better. All right, let's get into it. The topic of the show, the actual real reason for the season. Let's get into it. All right. So, the topic of the show today, the real reason of the season, the actual reason of the season. Um, wanted to uh, do this as a topic because it's holiday, it's historical, it's relevant, and I think it just 
allows people to have a more inclusive idea of the holiday season. It certainly did that for me. And um, it kind of just also brings us back to our roots to see how common we really are um, as a species and as, as a group. Um, so the real reason of the season, of course, when we're talking about um, uh, the, the dominant culture, we'll talk about the Christmas season or, uh, you know, the holiday season. And um, the uh, underneath the Christian uh, paradigm, of course, it's December 21st, uh, which is considered uh, and, and told the story and narrative of the birth of Jesus Christ. Um, but what's really super interesting is, uh, fascinatingly, uh, cultures all over the world for the last um, centuries, if not millennia, <laughs> have been celebrating um, a really festive time. Sometimes it's called Yule or, you know, solstice or uh, the new year or uh, has different names but um, throughout the world and throughout the time we have been selling particularly on the northern hemisphere which of course is where our most of our population is um, but really if you want to look down and look at it and it's like why do all these different cultures and religions and geographies celebrate this time of year and uh, when we look at what they were actually celebrating we now know um, of course what they knew back then that uh, that it's about the winter solstice it's about really about when the axis uh, that the earth is on turns away from um, or towards the sun so that we know the days are about to get longer again. So on the 21st, that's the winter solstice, that's the shortest day of the year. And this has been a sacred day and it's usually a few days before, a few days after, um, spanning different um, uh, cultures and geography. But uh, it's, um, it's all about acknowledging, okay, the days have gotten shorter, 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 and then after this day, is when uh, the day starting getting longer. And fascinatingly, in between the days of the 21st and the 25th, if you watch where the sun is in the sky, it looks like the sun is actually not moving. And you can see where it just lands, it lands, it lands in the same spot. And then on the 25th is when the sun starts to actually start going up further and further in the sky so we have our longer and longer um, days and that's where a lot of people believe um, where the whole on the third day he rose again kind of thing where it certainly seems like the sun isn't moving and it's like oh wow if that were to be true that means we'd be in perpetual winter we wouldn't get our summer and then life wouldn't go on and so there's so much evidence that this is what um, uh, is universal across different cultures and um, first thing I thought of was Stonehenge course which is what they they made about uh, 3000 BC and this the Stonehenge is aligned to the movements of the Sun uh, the stones are shut up set up in a and shaped to frame um, a few things but the, the things that they seem to highlight the most are uh, the sunset of the winter solstice and the sunset of the summer solstice so these are two holy days of the earth it reminds us that you know um, the next part of the season is it's coming. Um, there's even evidence that shows the people held huge feasts at Stonehenge or just outside Stonehenge around uh, this this Yule time, this solstice, this Christmas uh, time of year. Because there's all this discarded pig and cattle bones in like huge amounts. Um, and uh, when they did the dating on the bones, it was shown that they were all about uh, nine months old, so uh, born in the spring. 
So, you know, uh, in old Europe, it was called Yule, um, and, and they had, um, you know, there was a big meal, and there was a gift-giving ceremony, and in the Norse, they call it Jule, which means the wheel, like the wheel of life, as it, as it turns, and, and uh, you know, solstice, what it's really about is rebirth, right? So that goes back to the whole goddess thing in the trilogy of the, the ancient trilogy of the goddess of birth, death, rebirth. So the solstice is like literally like, you know, the death of the sun, because the solstice is very much like a funeral in some kinds of ways, because we're going into darkness. But then there's also this this uh, also message of yes, we're going to dark winter, but the days will get longer. It's like this promise. And so many different cultures celebrate it. You know, we have the 12 days of Christmas. There's the eight days of Hanukkah. Um, the ancient Romans had their uh, Saturnalia festival, which went from December 17th to the 23rd. Um, of course, this was, you know, many, many thousands years BC. Uh, and that went on. That was a big feast, gift giving, general, joyful, partying, merrymaking. <laughs> you know, like, and there's also things like the Christmas tree. Um, and uh, like, where does the Christmas tree come from? That's definitely nothing to do with uh, Christianity, because uh, where where in the Bible does anything uh, say anything about um, Christmas or sorry about trees? And um, you know that can be uh, traced back um, to the uses of evergreens and wreaths and garlands symbolize eternal life, and of course they do. They're evergreen. <laughs> had seemed to live forever. Um, these were really common. Uh, it's evergreen trees, wreaths, and garlands at this time of year were really popular in ancient Egypt. Uh, it's also, uh, they were popular with the Chinese and Hebrews. And tree worship was common amongst um, the ancient Europeans, and it survived the conversion to Christianity. And that's kind of what I, I thought I'd like to um, just offer um, kind of a zoom out idea of is, um, and if you have traveled the world and, and, uh, and been able to see what what happens when there's a conquering kind of people, you get to see how there's, there's a lot of flavor left over, you know, in the people who are conquered. And um, to, if you go anywhere and you've, you, they, where, you've, where the Christian Crusaders had been, uh, you will find that they took over um, the pagan rituals, the pagan beliefs, the pagan spaces of worship. And I say pagan, but I really feel like that is not a fair term. It's just ancient, ancient ways. The, um, uh, I don't think we have a, I think the, the word pagan has a connotation on it and um, that is uh, diminutive of what it actually is about. And... Um, so these uh, peoples would be celebrating, you know, their Yule uh, tide time and their solstice time, and they're the, the, the celebrating the dark and the light, and and uh, having their own narratives about it. And then the Christian Crusaders, uh, um, and this happened also with different kinds of um, uh, religious. Um, uh, domination, um, but particularly in places in, in I've been in Russia, places I've been in uh, Europe. Um, you can see with these ancient um, chapels or um, uh, sacred sites that were belonged to some kind of goddess or some kind of um, uh, female deity that often then gets converted to a Christian thing and called a Mary, uh, Mary item. Um, and uh, it w it's something that uh, is, is fascinating to see. It's, it's also fascinating to see when there's dominant cultures that come in and don't uh, force the, uh, the people they've conquered to uh, convert to their religion. It's, 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 um, 
it's something that we need to realize as people we have done and we continue to do um, that we force our as a species we have in the past and continue to force our ideas on other people across geography and uh, what the after the difference of the, you know, uh, we can call it different kind of evolutions of religion, different kinds of trends of religion. We got our Abrahamic three, of course. We got our uh, 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 Judaism, um, Christianity, and Islam, and all starting and, and, and having similarities and believing in the uh, Abraham. And and uh, those, of course, are the three religions we know that have absolutely no female deities. All other religions uh, that we are aware of have uh, female deities except for those three. And it's interesting, too, um, that uh, what did stick around for the uh, dominant Christian religion, including um, the gift giving, the big merriment, the the trees, the lights, because of course, like if you were uh, bringing in a story, bringing in a religion um, to a people and they had this fun time of year, you think you're going to let them, <laughs> you think they're, the, those people are going to let you take away that time of year? No, absolutely not. So it has been adopted um, and converted. And um, I, I will say uh, one of the things that really helped me um, fully understand and feel more a part of Christmas than I ever have before was after I came home from my pilgrimage last year and I had just I had been to uh, a chapel where um, um, it had been deconsecrated by the church. It was a uh, 13th century, you know, with frescoes. It was built um, and it was de- deconsecrated because it was the story of Anna and Mary. And Anna was Mary's mom. And I hadn't heard that story. And it was just so, uh, and I had grown up, um, you know, raised Christian. And uh, I went into that um, that chapel um, and you saw pictures of women on the walls, like these in this usual kind of Byzantine kind of like look uh, painted. And um, I just I just all of a sudden felt included for a minute in the story because I had felt so I didn't even realize this, like this was multiple uh, layers of realization. But when people talked about the Father, Son and Holy Ghost, I, I didn't see myself in there. You know, and then when I had a little girl, I still didn't see myself in there because we weren't we weren't a father or a son. And then when I started to see, and I specifically got a painted um, um, icon, a hand painted icon of Anna and Mary, because it was so beautiful to see just a mother daughter narrative um, celebrated and honored. Um, and it, it just it just decentered me in a beautiful way. And I realized that, you know, Christmas is important to me. Yule time is important to me. So I need to make it inclusive for myself as well. And one of the like tiny and cute things that, uh, cute to me anyway, that helped me through, helped me feel more included in the whole season was to include myself in songs. So that sometimes when I hear father, son, I'll hear, I'll put in mother, daughter. Or if you're a woman who has a son, you can say mother, son, or, you know. I guess if you're a dude who has a daughter, you could say father, daughter. Like I'm just, I'm suggesting to include yourself in the story because it's not. This story is not supposed to be about exclusion. It's supposed to be about inclusion, and words matter, and representation matters, and pronouns matter. And so when I begin to hear the Christmas songs of mother, daughter, uh, because that's what's relevant to me in my experience, it it healed my heart. And it helped me to enjoy the Christmas uh, season better, the holiday season, the Yule, Yuletide season. 
And it allowed me to put myself into this happy, joyous time. Um, and I'd suggest this is what I want you, I want for you. I want you to feel encouraged and happy and included. So I'm encouraging you to make your own traditions. I'm encouraging you to do some research if you want. What's so great about living right now in this time of the world is uh, we have so much knowledge. We have the internet. We can pick and choose. And we do. I mean, there was like a Buddha on my tree. You know, there's... Um, um, uh, different kinds of uh, ornaments that say things like revolution. <laughs> uh, there, there are definitely parts that you can pick and choose and you don't have to apologize or make excuses or, you know, you can do the things that resonate with you and feel good for you because that's what's important, right? Like when we're talking about ritual and ceremony, just going through the motions, you know, like that's one thing. You go to church to make your mother happy in Sunday night mass or, or midnight mass for Christmas Eve or whatever it is. And I understand we all have those things. What I'm encouraging you to do is, you know, take from the past, take from the present, take for something in your imagination and um, make it your own because that's really what this is supposed to be about is about, you know, a letting go of the things of the year, of reflection time, and then also of uh, a creation of your own. This is your own death and rebirth time where the sun, you know, stays still in the sky for three days from the 21st and it feels like that shortest day of the 21st is going to go on forever and then on the 25th it's like whoa you can see it if you notice it you can look out and the day has gotten longer by like four or five minutes at least depending where you are in the world but it's at least that where we are uh, where I am in, uh, in Newfoundland so uh, huge love to you um, I want you to uh, take pause over this time enjoy the slowness, the stillness in between the hustle and bustle. That's what this is all about, is to enjoy the time with loved ones. Have yourself a dance, have yourself a jig, have uh, too many cookies, maybe too much eggnog or wine <laughs> a couple of occasions. And this is the time to indulge. This is the, it's almost like we're getting ready for hibernation into that slow time. And you deserve it. You, you put in a hard year. You did your very best. You were trying so hard. You did so much. Oh my goodness. So much in 2018. Make sure to celebrate yourself in this very important time because A, you deserve it. And B, why the hell not? You deserve a sister. You really, really, really do. And for our last featured song of the year, uh, it's a really beautiful song. I think that's just going to, you're going to put it on play and it'll help you get into the spirit of the season. Um, it's by Lisa Thiel. It's Yule Song or Winter Solstice Song. And Lisa Thiel is a beautiful songstress. Um, she's really tapped into a lot of different spiritual things, particularly into uh, things around Mother Earth and just kind of women's divine healing. Um, she's wonderful to listen to. I'd highly recommend her. And the lyrics are just so beautiful. And it talks about enter the night and you'll find the light that will carry you to your dreams. Enter the night, let your spirit take flight to the field of infinite possibilities. On the longest night, we search for the light and we find it deep within. Open your eyes to embrace what is wise. 
and see the light of your own soul shining. It's really, really beautiful. Um, I'll let Lisa take us out for the year. Check out strongwomenco.com. Check out those bracelets for any kind of last minute deals you need. We're doing international and Canadian shipping. And for those people in the St. John's area, we do have a retail location for those bracelets. It's the Natural Emporium in Churchill Square, uh, right next to Alpine Country Lodge. It's the Natural Emporium. It's one of the cutest stores in town. I highly recommend going and seeing her as well. Shout out to Amanda Da who runs an Owns that shop and uh, is selling our goddess jewelry for us. I love working with women uh, and I love uh, the sisterhood of, uh, of entrepreneurs. Um, so yeah, you can grab those bracelets at the Natural Emporium if you do have any last minute gifts that you need to get. Um, and during this time of solstice, of Yule, of holiday, of Christmas, make sure to take time for yourself be present when you can and um, also let yourself off the hook for those things that you just aren't going to get done. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that you're happy and uh, your loved ones feel loved, right? All right, I'll let Lisa take it out. I love you so much. Thanks for all your support. We'll see you fresh in the new year and um, can't even wait for 2019. What a year that's going to be. I love you. Take care of yourself. Be safe and give your loved ones an extra hug. And um, I think one of my things that I'm most grateful for this year is all of you. I know that. I know that it's you, the listeners, supporters, who are opening their minds and hearts that um, I just bow to you in your greatness. I am humble uh, in your awesomeness. Take it away, Lisa. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year, everybody. Enter the night and you find
Nature's purity flood The field of infinite possibilities So when you find that spark When you dream in the dark Hold it close to your heart And know All that you see dreams of your soul so enter the night and you'll find the light that will carry you to your dreams enter the night let your spirit take flight with field of infinite possibilities on the longest night we search for the light and we find it deep within Open your eyes to embrace what is wise And see the light of your own soul shining And enter the night and you'll find the light That will carry you to your dreams Enter the night, let your spirit dreams of your soul.